0: This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. The Cortez Island Foundation has made some significant achievements recently. Vice President Mike Spevico gave Cortez Currents an update. most important thing was to finally get our charitable status, which allows us to to move forward on the basis of acting as a community foundation. It has a different charter than a standard charity. It allows us to act very widely within the community itself. We recently were just accepted as a member into the Community Foundations of Canada, and and that's also like a really big step for us. They're the governing body for about 200 community foundations. And many of these foundations are really small. They're maybe not as small as us, but they do cover Galliano, some of the other islands, Salt Spring some of the smaller communities in Canada. And then they, of course, stretch all the way to the behemoths like the uh, Vancouver Foundation, Winnipeg Foundation, foundations like Victoria and and stuff like that. It's this wonderful resource because we're so small that it allows us to go and access this database of all these other community foundations. If we're running into a problem, there's a good chance that somebody involved with other, one of the other community foundations of Canada has already crossed that ground because we're fairly new. The Campbell River Community Foundation is now 25 years old. So there might be something geographically that allows us to contact them and say, hey, have you come across something like this? It opens us up to the parent organization as well as all the other community foundations and, and gives us an opportunity to co-op, cooperate with them. There is and was specific funding sometimes that comes down from the community foundations of Canada directly to community foundations. But unless you're a member and you're a charitable organization with those previous steps, you kind of don't have access to those. So now we've turned that corner. And again, that's something that's going to uh, give us some firmer ground for 2022. One of the biggest things was we wanted to start to Understand and work with all the other nonprofits in the community and create a Cortez Island Social Profit Network. Amanda is working with us as a part time staff to really get the boots on the ground. She assisted with getting that Cortez Island Social Profit Network set up and an informal group that represents nearly all of Cortez Island's 20 plus grassroots organizations, nonprofits, and charities. My main focus is getting these building blocks in place because it's not supposed to be any of the director's foundation. It's supposed to be ours to just push along and step aside in a few years and let other people. So it's really about building something and each step, there's going to be different challenges, but because we're supposed to be working for the community and nonprofits, we need to really engage with them and understand, um, as best as possible. One of the things that we did was kind of unique. I'm not sure if other community foundations of Canada had, had done something like this, but we wanted to spend some money in a way that was going to benefit as many of the nonprofits as we could, especially smaller ones maybe. We purchased a community grants database, large amounts of funding that comes across Canada for the communities. But if you don't know what they're funding, you can't apply for that grant. So this is an annual database that is updated. So we went and paid for kind of the master license. So all of the other nonprofits on the island that have requested have access to this database. So um, in conjunction with that, we, provided some time for grant guidance. I think we worked all together with about a dozen organizations. And based upon that initial push, my understanding is that leveraged to more than $100,000 of additional grants and money coming into the community for community projects. With the Cortes Community Health Association, we were able to raise $30,000 for micro temporary workspace for island nonprofit workers, affectionately calling it the pod. So they're basically repurposing a little trailer that's going to go up on the land near the hall that is now tied into the business association area. This will provide the ability for permanent internet access for a little temporary space so people can go there and they've got internet access and an office uh, that they could work out of. We partnered with the Cortez Literacy and the Community Health Association to deliver almost $20,000 in small, actionable micro-grants. So that covered 30 different projects on Cortez, including the CLAHOOS for cultural and language programs, Women's Aging Support group youth programs, equipment, and a lot more. All of the money that's come into the Community Foundation so far has come from the directors. We have just kind of received our very first donation that came from outside of one of the directors. So in some ways, I would say that's a big step too. And that was for someone who's in the process of, of leaving the island. So it was a little bit of a parting gift. The last thing I wanted to touch on, which is also really important for our foundation, that we have set up our first permanent forever money fund. We are working with the uh, Vancouver Foundation. After interviewing other foundations that offer that type of service, we had to feel incredibly comfortable of where that money gets placed because ultimately, we're building this something that is going to eventually turn into a a sizable fund and that sizable fund will output money every year that'll be guaranteed to be used just for the community's needs. So we have our first fund just set up this week with the Vancouver Foundation. We went with them because they offer a great return on a socially responsible investment fund. The board spent quite a bit of time vetting, where is our money, our permanent fund, where is our money that's going to be invested, going to get placed? And knowing how socially responsible the community is on Cortez, it was extremely important that we find such a fund. So luckily, a few years back, the Vancouver Foundation started a separate fund called their Socially Responsible Investment Fund. It places funds into investments with strict environmental, social, and corporate governance. The wonderful thing outside of that is I believe this year is also showing an investment return of greater than 10%. I believe, I, I don't want to be misquoted here, but I think they said maybe this year it was greater than 10%. Our goal is to keep that growing. You've been listening to an interview with Vice President Mike Spevico of the Cortez Island Foundation. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.